0: This is XN Anderson and welcome to The Principal Podcast. So today I'm gonna to talk about something uh, that I learned a long time ago. My dad, when I was young, he actually had me read this book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by, by Stephen Covey. And even told me he'd pay me 20 bucks to read it. And I wanted to earn 20 bucks, decided, you know, I'm gonna go, go ahead and do that. So I read this book. It was interesting because I think some of the things that I learned back when I was quite young, um I, gosh I wasn't very good at doing them I'm still not anyways but they've stuck with me and one of the things that's uh, really occurred to me recently is this you know uh, Stephen Covey calls it a time management matrix and across the top he has things that are either urgent or not urgent so if you can categorize things is it urgent or not urgent and then across the side he has things that are said either they're important not important. So if you can imagine this little box that has four different areas. The top one is things that are urgent and important. These are things like crises. Like if if something if somebody needs mouth to mouth resuscitation or there's an emergency or something just happened, that is very urgent, it's very important, it's a crisis, right? Next to that, you have stuff that is important but not urgent. Okay? And then on the bottom you have stuff that's not important that's urgent and not important that's not urgent. So let's think about what each one of these things are. So if we think about what's urgent and important, crises, pressing problems, things that there really are things that are urgent and important. What are things that are not urgent but important? These are things like education, you know, it's not it's not urgent that I get an education right now, but it's important. Stuff like flossing your teeth, things like relationship building, building your marriage, building the relationship with your kid is like, well, I can put that off. It's maybe not urgent today, maybe it is, but it might not be. But relationship building is generally not urgent but very important. Then there's other things. What is what is urgent but not important? well could be like these things that pop up on your email i've got to buy now and you if you don't buy now you'll lose this deal sales sales things or or pressing mail or some appointment. some people who come and say we got we got to talk now sometimes that's just not as important but it's it, it it's perceived as urgent and then there's things that are not important and not urgent those are things like i don't know playing video games surfing the web mindlessly so You can categorize everything you do into one of those four things. Is it urgent and important? Urgent and not important? Is it important and not urgent? Or is it not urgent, not important? Now, as I read this book, the thing that really stood out to me was that if you focus on quadrant two, which is it's important, but not urgent. The number of crises that you have which are these emergencies which are urgent and important actually shrink in other words if you want less big problems in your life in your marriage in your relationship with your kids focus on things that are important but not urgent and try to spend as much time as you can there now you might say well i've got all these pressing problems i've got work and commitments and everything else where do you get the time to focus on things that are important, but not urgent. And the answer is from the time-wasting quadrants, which are, you take it away from uh, things that are not urgent, not important. Things like you take it out of video games, or sometimes one of the things I really like to do is read the news. Be honest with you, a lot of times that's not important, not urgent. Um, Sometimes I'll find myself mindlessly surfing the news and I think, oh goodness, I'm I'm caught in quadrant four, which is the the one I don't want to be in. I want to focus in quadrant two, which is things that are important, but not urgent. So as I think about this, how can I do that when we're talking about marriages and families? Again, one of the things I'm passionate about, as everyone knows, is we're trying to help marriages and families. Now, sometimes people say, well, I'm just gonna keep going down the same course I'm going and I'll deal with things when they become a crisis. Well, in my opinion, that's not the way to do it. And Stephen Covey's opinion, I think that's not the way to to do it. But how do you do it? Like what what are some things you can do in your marriage? Let me give you a couple examples. You know, um, my wife and I, many years ago, we decided we were gonna go on a weekly date. I mean, we're gonna get out of the house, spend some time alone, We have children, but we're gonna spend some time just together. Now, at the beginning, we would have this stress out because who's gonna sit, who's gonna sit, how are we gonna figure this out? We had small children, we needed somebody to babysit them. And it kind of became stressful. And um, somehow I can't, there was this thought that we should systemize having a date, So like it would happen every week. We talked to some friends and they actually told us they had a sitter that came over every single week and she knew she had to be there. And we thought, wow, that's a great idea. And so we systematize it. Now there's this other book called Atomic Habits, which is really awesome. And one one of the things that they say in there is, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems, which was a really profound thought for me. How can I systemize doing things that are important, but not urgent? And let me tell you how important this is. Let's talk about a few examples. You know, if I never floss my teeth, it's not urgent. My teeth aren't hurting, but if I never floss my teeth, that's important, but not urgent. I may have the opportunity at one point to have my teeth removed. I may even have dentures. At that point, I'll have a real crisis one where I don't have teeth that work and I need to do it. If I can just remember to floss my teeth every day, I can probably keep my teeth for a lot longer. Here's another example. What's important, but not urgent? Exercise. Now, I can wait until I'm really obese and I have type one, type two diabetes, and I have all kinds of health issues before I start exercising and eating right. Or I can find a way to systematize a way to eat right. So I can say, okay, I'm going to make habits where on these days I'm going to go pick up a bunch of salad from the store, and on these days I'm going to chop it up. And I'm going to make sure I've got enough really good, healthy fish or some kind of thing, something that makes it, you know, instead of getting fast food, I'm going to go buy a can of nuts and leave it in my car. So I can snack on something a little more healthy than French fries. And I can find systems that will make it so that I can be healthy. And these little tiny habits, which is, which is kind of brilliant, kind of this, this idea behind this atomic habits book and Stephen Cubs habit. If I can focus on things that are not urgent. So I don't wait until you know, you're, you don't wait till your spouse is ready to divorce you to start working on your marriage. So let's just say you have on a scale of one to ten. Let's say your marriage is a four or five or six. It's kind of that's good. It's okay. Fine. That's the time to really hammer and work on your marriage hard. It's not when when there's divorce papers served to you, or when things are going really bad. When things are calm and they're not urgent, that's when you when you go and. Um, you know we've talked about you know i had a podcast where i said one of the best resources out there was Tamara fackrell's mindful marriage class i think it's on a previous episode in the last few episodes that's a great resource if you're trying to work on your marriage but this idea of how can we do things that are important but not urgent because as we do the number of crises shrinks so if i can surprise my wife with something nice even if our marriage that month is only a five at least i'm moving the right direction right um or if it's a seven i can move in the right direction but i don't want to wait till it's a two or a three or a one i want to do it before it's a crisis and so just be in that mindset the way you do that in my opinion is by taking the advice of jesus christ who said you know he said take no thought for tomorrow if we're if we're sitting there thinking okay. I'm only going to be stressed out about tomorrow, or I'm going to, or the other, the other bad thing we do is stress out about the past. But if we just focus on today and we try to build little habits today, like I'm going to floss my teeth. I'm going to go exercise. I may be overweight, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat broccoli instead of French fries today. I'm going to do something for my spouse. Nice. Maybe give her a foot rub. I'm going to go spend time with my son and play chess with him or Take them to a ball game or something, where I'm doing things where I'm relationship building, working on education, trying to do stuff that's not urgent but important. That can make all the difference. And I really think you know these principles that Jesus Christ talks about, which is like focus on the on the on the now, focus on today. Now that's got to be careful not to be confused with like, well, I can do anything I want because there's no tomorrow. I'm talking about focusing in on the real principles, just today. And a wise man told me, he said, you know what? If you take care of the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. If you're worried about your marriage, if you're worried about your kids, start trying to learn what are the little things I can do. Maybe systemize a date night. Maybe go going a quarterly retreat, once a quarter. Maybe uh, do one act of service today that surprises your spouse something they don't expect. Maybe use the, the principle of positive reinforcement, which we have talked about on other podcasts. You can look it up. Positive reinforcement is catching people doing something right. Maybe catch your children or your teenager doing something right. Learn from pa- the power of positive parenting. It's a book by Glenn Latham. Like start just taking a little bit of time, maybe just half hour a day, start reading books about how to be a good parent, how to be a good father, how to be a good mother. And then just one at a time, Try to make your your little daily habits not urgent but important. And watch the number of crises go down. Watch the num- amount of success go up. They're, I'm convinced the most successful people do just a few things different. And that means in marriages and families, and business everywhere. And so how can we focus on what's important but not urgent? Thanks for joining me on The Principal Podcast today. This is Xane. have a great day. This is Xane Anderson. Thank you for joining me on The Principal Podcast today. You know, I wrote a book called What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die, that has a lot of my thinking and thoughts about the best principles. For those of you going through painful times right now, remember with Christ, our greatest pain, can become our greatest strength. In fact, our pain, I believe, is just our superpower in embryo. And remember, no matter the question, love is the answer. I love you as much as I can for not having met you in person. Thanks for joining me.